Welcome to the One in Eight Billion podcast, where we explore how you can know Jesus for yourself. I'm God's child, and I'm Coco. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello. Nope, that sounds animated too. Hello. 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 (laughs) Hello. (laughs) This episode is called Pray Regardless. Yep, this is how we're starting the episode. All right. (laughs) Hello. Um, So, (laughs) we're going with this. So, um, (laughs) in this episode, we're talking about loving the people around us and praying for them regardless of who they are and regardless of the circumstances and yeah so we've got like six verses or something would you like to read the first one coco yep all right so our first one is leviticus 19 18 which says uh again i'm reading from hcsv it says do not Take revenge or bear a grudge against members of your community, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am Yahweh. And so this one um, points out that we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourself and pretty much like exactly what it says, like don't take revenge or bear a grudge against them. And um, yeah, that ties more into what we're going to be talking about later. Um, did you have anything specific to that one to say? Uh, I don't think so. Should have thought about this first more. <laughs> Should have thought it's about very all of interesting them opening. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very weird opening. We do not edit any of our episodes. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> Silence. All right. Like, well, okay. Ties in later <laughs> on. So go ahead and read the next one. <laughs> we'll get into this. Just give us a second. Okay. I'm reading in ESV, and I gotta find it. Where is it? Wherever it is. There it is. Okay. Uh. So I'm reading James two one through nine in ESV. My brothers, so (laughs) I can speak. My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears fine clothing, and you say, You sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, you stand over there, or sit down at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves, and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom? which he has promised to those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor man. 
Are not the rich the ones who oppress you, and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blasphemate the honorable name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. That was a long one. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically what this is saying is uh, not, to, hey, not to show favoritism, um, and but love everybody around you no matter what. Like, you're even supposed to, like, it's saying instead of favoring the rich person over the poor person, you should love the poor person. Um, but at the same time, you should still love the rich person. But, like, how do I say this? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like love- it doesn't matter if they're rich or they're poor or who they are. Like, if they have good status in the um, community or whatever, like, it doesn't matter who they are or, like, what their make- status or... Um, yeah, go ahead. To <laughs> to make this more uh, modern, because not everybody wears gold rings, and that's how they show honor. Or, not honor, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, whatever you want to call it. Anyway. <laughs> um, like, even if they have no followers, um, you should still love them. Even if they their clothes aren't um what's popular and new you should still love them um but that doesn't mean you shouldn't love the people who do have a lot of followers because yeah <laughs> you should still love everybody like equally um because that's what Jesus did even though there were a lot of great people he loved them but he also loved the poor people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, in my translation, it says, uh, verse 5 says, Listen, my dear brothers, didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs mm-hmm. of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? Yet you dishonored that poor man. And so it's saying that didn't God, like, didn't God choose the poor and didn't God do miracles and um, work through the poor like he didn't choose the high and mighty and those mm-hmm. all the followers and the coolest clothes like he chose a lot of his disciples were fishermen like they weren't mm-hmm. they weren't the pharisees or the religious elite or anyone like that like they were just lowly fishermen and yeah and there's sorry there's even um Matthew, the tax collector, and he was really looked down upon. Like, nobody liked him because he was a tax collector. He took all their money. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus didn't call people based on who they were in society or what they had, but he called them just for who they were because he he loved them. He loved everybody. And so um, it's up to us, like, Jesus calls us to do the same 
and to love people and to pray for people no matter like just just because they're human and because God loves them and not because they have some special title or status or because they're wealthy or you know whatever just we're not supposed to show favoritism we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourself and mm-hmm. not discriminate against other people just because they're different than us or because they're different status or any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the next verse. Yes. So the next one is Luke 6, 27 through 36. Another long passage here. <laughs> it says, But I say to you who listen, love your enemies. Do what is good to those who hate you. Bless those who, cur- who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other also. And if anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you, and from one who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do what is good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. I feel like I just reread that, but I think it says it. Twice. Yeah, it kind of repeats itself. <laughs> It says it a few times, too. (laughs) And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do what is good and lend expecting nothing in return. Then your your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is gracious to the ungrateful and evil. Be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. So that continues the um, the theme of loving your enemies and um, praying for those who maybe don't pray for you back. Like, I think a lot of times I maybe pray for people because I know they're praying for me back and I almost do it like, oh, they're praying for me, so I'll pray for them. Or mm-hmm. I don't always pray for people just because I'm called to pray for them and like that was um when we were thinking about the topic for this that was like one thing that really stood out to me I was like wow there's so many people in my life that I don't pray for because because for whatever reason like either I consider them you know not I don't consider them my friend or I consider them on the other side or I consider them I don't know just like different than me and so I think a lot of times we have the um, tendency to pray for our friends and family and pray for those that love us and pray for those that love us in return, like love those who love us in return and pray for those who pray for us in return. But we're called to not, not do that because they love us or because um, we know they're going to pay us back, but we're called to love them and pray for them and to um like it says give to everyone who asks us and from those who take you things don't ask for them back like it's not about what they can do for us but it's about what god wants to do for them through us and yeah (laughs) yeah and when we first came up with a topic 
um, it is kind of like a realization. We are both like, whoa, we really don't pray for the people that, like, we don't like. <laughs> like, we're just like, oh, we don't like them. So why would I love them? <laughs> um, and we kind of realized, like, well, God can use them anyway. And even though they might not be the greatest person, you can still love them and pray for them um, because God loves them. And even though they might not be Christians, um, God still created them and cares about them and um, can use them. Um, So, yeah, you should still pray for the people you don't like. Yeah, God can work his will through anybody, like, everybody. Like, it doesn't, he calls, like, the poor of the world, and, you know, like I was saying, he doesn't call the high and mighty, like, he can work through anybody, like, even those who are seemingly, like, with the enemy, like, siding um, against God, like, he can still work his will through them, like, having... Um, somebody against God doesn't thwart God's plans. Like, mm-hmm. he can still work through them. And it's not... We can still pray for them and still love them, knowing that God is... Knowing that God loves them and that that's what God desires for us to do, not just, like, turn a cold shoulder and say, oh, well, you think differently than I do or you look differently than I do or whatever. Like, we're called to love and to not not necessarily like judge other people and withhold our prayers from them just because just because we don't think that that um they're on God's side. Yeah. And God can still change them and um work in their life. So why wouldn't you pray for that and for them to be changed if they don't know Jesus. Like, yeah. (laughs) It just seems so obvious, but we miss it a lot. Like, why aren't we praying for those people that we hate? (laughs) Yeah. It's Um, like one of those things that, like, we're taught, like, you know, love everybody and don't discriminate and show favoritism. But, like, like God's child said, it was like just this huge realization the other day. I was like, wow. (laughs) like we really don't I really don't pray for like people on both sides of the spectrum and um it was just very eye-opening to be like wow like I need to pray for more people yeah and that's kind of a weird thing to say because I was just thinking like um on our writing community you can like there's people who just post things they need to like they need prayers for and you can just go through and be like I'm praying for you I'm praying for you I'm praying for you and you might actually be praying for them but you're still like even though you're praying for all these people who ask for it what about the people who didn't ask for prayers like they still need prayers too (laughs) and not only for them but just for the people who don't even know Christ um yeah. Yeah, if you notice so, 
a need around you if you notice somebody that needs prayer you don't have to wait for them to ask you or like wait for it to like come up in a small group discussion or wait for them to post about it like there's nothing wrong with like taking a request to God and saying hey you know I've seen this person and because God knows what it is even if it's unspoken and so just keep your eye open and even just like like praying for random people at the store like there's nothing wrong with that either um one of the Mm -hmm. devotional books that god's child and i did and i wrote a book review on it um encountering a wild god by kim meter i believe one of the stories she told was how she was just going around the grocery store and she was praying for anybody that crossed paths with her and like that's how she was so in tune with God. Like she didn't care who they were. She didn't know them. She didn't care what they were at the store for or what they were doing, how their day was going. She just prayed for them. Mm, yeah. Um, and we didn't have this as one of our verses, but the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And I think that's really important. Like not just to pray for yourself, but pray for everybody else without ceasing like just all throughout your day when you see somebody uh especially like if they look really distressed um pray for them like it doesn't matter if you know what's going on in their life you can still pray for them because like Coco said um even if it's an unspoken God knows um what's going on and the prayer a prayer can go a really long way yeah because prayer is it's meant to be a conversation between us and God. And so I think if, if we only come to God, like when our friends give us requests, then it can sound like we're demanding things from God and make it sound very needy. But like God wants to know, like, you know, not to go off on a rabbit trail, but like God wants to just have a conversation with us. And he doesn't need to know like all the things that we want or like, I mean, he wants to hear those, but. Like, it's supposed to be an ongoing conversation, and even if we don't know what's going on specifically, we can still lift somebody up in prayer and still just, you know, talk to God about them and, you know, think about them and, um, you know, even ask, like, the Holy Spirit to, like, lead you in prayer and, like, know what to pray for that person. It doesn't have to be, like, these very specific points, like, oh, they need prayer for this, because, yeah, Mm -hmm. God already knows what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go off on another rabbit trail, but (laughs) we can probably make another episode about prayer. Um, And we're running out of time, so. Uh, Okay, our next verse is, I forgot which color was mine, is Luke 23, 34. And it says, and Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. Um, so this is a really important verse because, I mean, not only is it Jesus speaking, but um, he asks God to forgive uh, the people who are crucifying Jesus. Like, instead of saying, wow, these people are horrible, they're killing me. He goes... God forgive them because they don't understand what they're doing right now and forgive them because they need you. Um, He's not like 
cursing them. He's blessing them and saying, forgive them. <laughs> yeah. And to go um, along with that, in Acts 7.60, it says, Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And saying this, he fell asleep. Um, this is Stephen speaking. As he's being martyred, Like he says, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. He forgave those who were killing him, just as Jesus did. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really powerful example to show, like, even if someone is seemingly the enemy seemingly on the other side we're still called to forgive them and still called to love them and not not take sides and show favoritism and we're supposed to pray for them regardless of their actions or what they've done to us because it's not it's not about what they can do for us or what they have done for us but we're just supposed to pray for all people mm-hmm. yeah All right, are we ready for the ending verse? Yep. All right. Or passage. (laughs) It's another longish one. All right, so I've got Titus 3, 1 through 7. It says, Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient and to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of our God and Savior appeared, he said to us, sorry, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, let me think what I'm saying here. So, this is telling us not to speak bad things about people. It says that in verse 2. Um, and to avoid arguments and to be kind and gentle and be nice to all people, no matter who they are, even if. Um, there's someone you dislike, you're still supposed to be kind to them and show them love and because that's what God did for us. And even though we are horrible sinners, um, God still forgave us and we were saved. So why wouldn't we want to show the same kindness to others that God showed to us so that we can be saved? Does that make sense? Yeah, we were once in the same position. We were once enemies of God until until he opened our eyes and brought us to himself and saved us. Like, we were in the same position. We're all born sinners. The Bible says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. And so it's not about what side we're on, like, oh, we're the good, godly people, and so we pray for all our good, godly friends. Like, we're also, we're also supposed to 
pray for and care for and love the people who are, you know, maybe living for the world. And mm-hmm. um, because God saved us and he can save them. And so we shouldn't, we shouldn't have, um, fight with them or, you know, like verse two says, slander them. And but it says, always show gentleness to all people. Like we're supposed to be Christ's ambassadors to all people. And we're in the world, but not of it. But while we're in the world, we should love those, love those that Christ died for because Christ died for everybody. They just haven't accepted it yet. And so we need to be good ambassadors and love them and pray for them and not, not treat them as the enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to uh, be examples of Jesus and yeah because he accepted us even though we are sinners so we should accept others even though they are sinners and we should accept all everyone around us and care care about them and love them and pray for them and yeah Yep. So I can end this then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode. Uh, we hope you got something out of it and are able to apply this to your own prayer life. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we'll talk to you I next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We'll see you next week. And don't forget, God has called you his own. One in eight billion.